Yes! Welcome back. It's another episode of Discombobulated. Episode, I don't know about you, but this show turned 22 years old. I've been doing this show for about 22 years now, and uh, I have about, uh, I listen. So, it's good to see you guys. Um... (laughs) Ah, I'll tell you how you know you're in a good mood. When you wake up at 5 a.m., 5 o'clock in the uh, after midnight. Is that what a.m. stands for? Hold on. Hey, Siri. I don't have one of those in this room. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Can I ask my phone? Hold on. Hey, Siri. Oh, this is off to a great start. Um, isn't it? Hey, Siri. What does AM stand for for time? Not radio. Oh, I... Okay, it's the Latin term ante meridium, which they say we don't use, but it's like we're still kind of using it. Right? Okay, cool. So yeah, I woke up that early, went to bed also early for Bob. Bob went to bed at like 8.30 p.m. Fucking absolutely embarrassing. Absolutely an embarrassment. If you know me, it is not unheard of for me to be wide awake all through the night and then go to bed. What time is it now? Seven something? Seven a.m.? About now. Now is my bedtime. <laughs> now is my old bedtime. This is what time I used to go to bed. But now I'm getting up at this time, feeling good, doing morning routines. I added a new routine because I saw it in a video, and I was like, I could do that. It's not push-ups. It's not something you order online. I watched this. There's a video I saw uh, on Instagram. All you do, brush your teeth with your left hand, oh, your non-dominant hand. My, I am a right-handed man. And I try to use my left hand to do certain things every once in a while, you know. Every once in a while, you'll try to write your name and you'll look like a fucking kindergartner. And then sometimes you try to, you know, brush your teeth with your left hand. And they said, you do that. And you, the guy is like, then you're starting to talk to your unconscious brain, which I don't give a fuck to talk to. Because I'll be honest, my subconscious brain is probably what gets me into trouble. So I don't know if I really want to talk to him right now. So my unconscious brain, uh, you talk to, or sorry, you talk to your, yeah, you talk to your subconscious, whatever, one of them. That's what the guy said. Brush your teeth with your left hand. And then this part's a little fucking like, you know, might lose some people. Uh, I don't even love doing it too. It feels fucking ridiculous to me if I'm being honest. Like, and I do love myself, but to, they're like, then you 10 times in the mirror, you have to say, I love you. And 
I'll be honest, I start looking away. <laughs> I can't even look at myself. I've told other people I love them. And I do, I like, I'm like, I love you. And I put it out, and then you look in the mirror, and I'm like, I love you. And I like, I'm like, I love, and I like, by, I'm like, I like open my cabinet. I'm like saying it into my mirror, and I open it up. I'm like, I love, uh, and I'm like, I guess I'm saying it to my Sensodyne toothpaste. Bobby, you use Sensodyne? I sure do, and I think you should too. Um, or your teeth are going to rot out of your head there. Rot out of your head there, matey. Oh, my fucking dude, my, my, who cares? I was going to talk about my sciatica. I'm not that old. I'm not going to use Sensodyne and talk about my sciatica fucking five minutes into the pod. Um, but yeah, so I do that. So this is what you do. This and this, so the middle part's a little, uh, weird. Um, yeah, I guess it, you know, it's a little, uh, but it's good. Grow up. So you do that. So you brush your teeth with your fucking left hand. And then you say, I love you 10 times in the mirror. <sighs> and then you hyper oxygenate yourself for 25 breaths. And you got to be careful with that because I, every time I do it, my toes get tingly and I feel like I'm going to blast off into space. But I tell you what, I tell you what. <laughs> It already sounds like the Monday morning podcast. It's like my Bill Burr. I'm like, I'll fucking tell you what. That's a, the worst Bill Burr ever done in the world. Okay. Um, uh, but I've been doing it, and dude, it really does help. And you know how I know? Because uh, I kind of hit a wall with it on like this. I think it was the second day because I, dude, I've been fucking stressed. I'm sure you have too. It's that seasonal depression time if you have that. It's fucking November if you if you have that. It's fuck it's um cold. Um there's nothing to watch. I started reading a fucking book, which I love actually. Um which book? It's actually uh I was just talking about Bill Burr, but it was a uh, he had Stephen Wright on, and they talked about uh, Stephen Wright wrote a book called Harold, and it's uh, it's like from the perspective of this boy Harold in like a twenty four hour, just like in one day. I'm like I'm on page seven. <laughs> I've had multiple reading sessions, and if your jaw dropped, the, what do you listen to this podcast for? Go read a book. <laughs> Uh, oh my god what am i talking about oh yeah so um it's like hard to sometimes it's like sit with yourself or whatever but i fuck it dude i hit a wall with it and i'm just being honest with you guys i'm an emo i'm an, an emotional i'm an emotional boy dude are you emo no i don't know if i really ever went through that phase my parents wouldn't let me i remember i had one i remember like when even but like a little bit like a right before emo yeah the, yeah yeah this because like I don't know when emo was like like was like blowing up but I remember that like kids were skating at my school so I was like I'm gonna I had like one black t-shirt 
I had this black Nike t-shirt and I wore it like every day. Like, mom, can you wash this shirt again? She wouldn't let me wash my clothes if you're wondering why well, I didn't wash my own clothes. She would not let me. I'm not like a lazy boy. I mean, I am, but I didn't, I, so I'm not an, I'm like an emo kid. I don't know, but I'm going to, I'll fucking cry. And the other day I was trying to do it and it was after the, I love you. I kind of got through those, but I didn't feel great about them. And then I was fucking fuck was trying to breathe and I couldn't count to 25. I'd be like, one, you know, one likes you. Ah, I just started, dude, I couldn't like, I'm like, okay. And then, and I, and I wasn't like going to keep counting. I was like, start over, do it right. One. You can't read fast. Okay. I, Bobby, come on, count to 20 fucking five. And I couldn't do it. And I kind of broke down, but I needed it. You might need it too. Fucking sometimes you're stressed. And I, you know what I didn't do? Like I didn't do, you don't, you know, you don't have to cry. You don't have to call somebody and do anything. Just fucking cry. I think of that Dane Cook joke. I remember hearing he's like, you ever cried so hard? You like look at yourself and you're just like, (laughs) you're like, and you look awful. You got, oh my God, dude. You know, like it's the, it's, it's like the worst, best feeling. You like, sometimes you need to get it out. And the first day I did it, I felt great. I had a stressful day ahead of me, and it helped. And the second day, I still had a stressful day, and getting that fucking weight off of me felt fucking good. Sometimes you got to cry. I have friends who are like, I never cry. And I'm, you know, looking forward to our conversations while they're behind bars (laughs) or in a mental institution because crying is okay but do it by yourself (laughs) you ever have someone like start and here's the thing i'm joking sometimes we all cry in front of other people for real i've done it and we you know you do it and hopefully it's around a good friend who they can like be like, I am disgusted by you, but I it's okay. <laughs> but dude, like those big, big, big cries, and then someone's in front of you crying and you're not, and you just have to watch them. Oh. When you're in a relationship and the other person's crying, you're like, and you're not, you're like, yes. <laughs> It's like a real, it is, you're not like, it, deep, deep you, you care about them, always, but deep down, you're like, like, it's like you're playing, uh, <laughs> I don't know, air hockey, <laughs> and also, it's just like, it goes right, at, like, they get, they, like, put it in on themselves, and it's like, you know, you still talk to each other, and you still work it out, but you're like, okay, and then you cry in front of them. And I've had this feeling, and I've talked to, but my buddy Rafe was talking about this. He was like, dude, he was like, this was a while back. He was like, and I think he, like, everyone can do a bit of, like, something that's actually happened to them. So it's like, I'm sure this has happened to you. You have your own take on it. But my buddy Rafe, who's like, you know, he's a strong, sensitive, kind man. And he was like, dude, I cried. And like, dude, you ever cry in front of your girlfriend? I was like, yeah. He's like, it doesn't go how you think it does. Like, it's like, it's so weird to cry in front of someone. But, dude, sometimes you got to get it out. And I have, and then just now before the podcast, I did the, and you know what, dude, it it feels good to take care of yourself. And then I kind of stretched it out a little bit because 
I want to feel good, you know. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a secret that I'm a huge story of the year fan, but I want to start my days like fucking Ryan Phillips, you know, guitar player from Story of the Year. If you follow him on Instagram, he starts every day by bench pressing his house and fucking drop kicking like his kids, but they have pads in front of them. Like they're holding like a pad. Like it's like, he's the nicest guy ever. I don't know. I'm just, the the show's supposed to be funny. He's fucking windmill kicking like in his backyard doing handstands. (laughs) Oh my God. Having athletic sex with his wife. He like does a front flip. Oh my God. I hope that's okay to say, but I think so. Um, I've listened to their podcast. They've said worse. Uh, so, um, and speaking of, okay, this is how I'm taking such good care of myself. This is the, I, I feel like I'm 57 years old. I bought tickets to see story of the year in Anaheim. Bobby, you were going to go to California. No, I bought, they, they had tickets to st- you're gonna they were gonna live stream the show on their lead singer Dan Marsala's birthday. What what a fuck! Let's go. Bought the tickets pretty much immediately. And then I got home from work and I'm like, I can't wait to watch it. And I'm like, it's around eight o'clock. It should be happening now. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's California. <laughs> and they're headlining, so it's also not going to be at eight, even there. And so it's like 11.30 p.m. my time, Central Time, Missouri Time. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'll watch it then. And then I lay down, I'm like, mm, kind of sleepy. Getting kind of sleepy, you know? <laughs> and I looked at the timer, and it was like, it was like 5.30, and it was like five hours and 58 minutes till the show. I literally had to count. I was like, is that, is that right? <laughs> And so I was like, okay. And then I start getting sleepy and I go, I was like, okay, Google, set a timer for two hours, <laughs> two hours and 30 minutes. Cause it was like fucking eight, th- whatever time it was that adds up to that. And I guess I slept through my alarm. <laughs> I was going to watch my favorite fucking band play with my fucking phone, like sitting on my chest while I jerk off. Ugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've all been bought and sold. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Um. <laughs> uh, and so I slept through it and I woke up and I was like, oh, no. But I woke up and it was like 5 a.m. I like just missed it. <laughs> uh, and then so I looked and it was like, I, I knew this before. So I set an alarm, but it was like, which I respect this. I think that's how it should be in some ways. And then like, maybe like put it in an archive and they can release it later. Like they're doing with like other live streams that they've done. Um, But they, uh, yeah, it's like not available anymore. So I hit up the story of the year discord because nature is cruel, but fair. I'm not the first person to say that. I'm thinking, I think they said it on wild boys. Uh, or something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, even though I love that world, I do think that someone maybe in the Discord story of the year Discord uh had maybe somehow even if they recorded it, you know how people record concerts with their phone and then you'll like watch those. 
but they have like a good camera or whatever. I I was like, I hope someone did that, but like from their couch. <laughs> like they recorded the recording. It couldn't get farther back. It's like it's like a I want a boot leg. Boot, I want I want a I want boots on top of boots legs. And uh, I just want to watch it. You know, I already and I and here's the thing: if you're like, that's not respectful, Bobby. I mean, I fucking paid the thirteen ninety nine. No, well, I was that was including that it was twelve ninety nine, and I don't know if there were taxes because I didn't give a fuck. I just uh, wanted to watch it. But why are there taxes on that? Oh, like because they're okay, 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 whatever. Didn't we co- leave our parents' house in Britain, dude? What, dude? America is so much like our parents. It's like they complained about what their parents did, and they're like, "Fuck you!" And they followed no rules, and then they left, and then they did the same thing. They're like, "Fuck you, Britain! We're not paying your taxes." You think we like tea? We're going to put it in the river. Wait, the tea, the Boston Tea Party was well, it was in Boston, but that's on the coast. Did they put it in the ocean or in like the does it all go to the ocean or does the ocean push the river down into the Bobby, don't be that stupid. Oh, I'll try. Okay, so then um but they put all the tea in out there and they're like fuck you, no tax uh no taxation w- without representation. And who's representing me? I guess my representatives. <laughs> Those guys you call when you leave a voicemail and you're like, the- I know for a fact they sit down and listen to these. Hi, I'm, I just wanted to call and I had to say this. And I, this is what I think because I voted for you and I want you to, you, you represent me. And I know that they listen to all of those. They're very serious about that. I'm also a sarcastic person from time to time. It's not great that we're like, uh, I don't know how exactly how long we're in the podcast, but I have to shit. I have to shit so bad that I have a fart that would probably be helpful to let loose. But I also could have a bigger problem then. Dude, I would just sit. I, I, I'll probably tell this story a lot, but it was one of my first, like, it was like, it was traumatizing. And then I had PTSD from it in school. Like, and I know people are like, people throw that word around. But dude, I swear to God, the day before kindergarten, this girl was like, what do you, this lady who was like at my parents' house, like, you're starting school tomorrow, are you nervous about anything? I go, what if I can't reach the toilet paper? And she's like, that's such a silly thing to be nervous about. And I was like, I'm a child. And so I went to go take a shit at kindergarten. And I swear to God, I went in there and these two kids who were first graders and I, they couldn't have, it's like they studied Beavis and Butthead. It's like they were like, they were like, that's going to be who we are. These kids got in trouble all the time. They were disgusting. One had blonde hair and the other one had darker hair. They looked like Beavis and Butthead. And I was shitting and they came in the bathroom together. And like through that little crack, they were like, oh, 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 oh. he's shitting. I was like, oh, could you please leave 
pretty pleased. My legs are like dangling. I'm like, it'll be really nice if you guys left. I'm sitting in one of those like, you know, those fuck those toilets are too big. They need to make like you ever go to a school where they have like like urinals that are like for it, like in Uncle Buck when he has to like kneel down to take a piss. Like that, that is what they need for like the toilets too. like make a little toilet for their little, like you could literally lose a kid in a toilet and you sit down on those black toilet seats that like are just, as soon as you sit down, it's like, this might be the coldest thing I've ever touched. So I'm sitting on that for holding on for dear life. And these fucking first graders come in and they laugh at me. And I was like, oh. so then I, 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 they leave eventually. Cause I just wait in there, which is now maybe why I shit long. And then because of that, I got I was like, oh, I never want to shit in school again. So for years, I wouldn't. I would come home from school. I'd go to the nurse, like, I don't feel, oh, my tummy really, really hurts. Go home. <laughs> my, my asshole coughs. I do that. Sounds like a mummy waking up out of my ass. And then I come out just like... <laughs> I'm like that little girl from Sixth Sense that like talks to... She's just like the ghost that it throws up in the fucking tent. I feel like much better now. Uh, Yeah. So... uh. Anytime I feel like I have to shit, I just have, like, war flashbacks from, like, being in kindergarten. Those kids laughing at me. Dude, those kids were, like, the worst kids at this Catholic school. I went to a Catholic school until fucking fifth grade. And, uh... There was, like, we would have to, like, change for gym. And what we would do is all the boys would go at one time and change... Oh, no, 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 no. We would all go and like stand in line and the boys and girls would go in there and like you would change in the bathroom. We didn't have like a locker room, I guess, at this fucking Catholic school that costs a lot of money to go to. Um, and uh, we, I remember we were changing and then somehow like the doors were like not meant to be propped open. You know, but I think they had like those things that like they could be. I don't know. Like they might have done it. I don't know why. And they would like leave them open, like air them out, like when people pissed all over the ground or whatever. But I guess one of the girls left and like opened up the door and it like stayed open. And all I remember is like I was st- we were walking by because it was again, these kids were older than me. Those the kids a grade above me. And we were like walking through the hall or whatever. And I remember seeing that fucking kid being like <laughs> doing that laugh. And the door got locked open. And the guy, the kid was like, uh. There like point. There was a girl changing, and he like like saw her, and they were like the teachers were like, "What the fuck?" Like I, my memory of it, and I know they just were like, "Get it, like move aside, like you can't do that." And they like pushed him to the side. I swear to God, my memory of it was that they were like, "Get down!" Like they put him down, like on the ground, and put his arms behind his back. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like this kid is the worst. You know what I mean? Like this kid's the worst kid because everyone else like just we just didn't do that shit. Um. Oh, dude, I got another, like, not a poop story, but an undies story. Okay. Okay. So I'm in fourth grade. I have a pretty hot teacher. Hot for, like, the times. Like, hot for my school, hot for my age. But then you look back and you're like, 
eh, she was okay. And she was like pretty mean sometimes. Like, I don't know if she was going through like something like at her house. What I don't know what her, I don't know what the hell was going on. I think she got engaged. I think because I remember she came in and like told us. And I think the, I remember like the, we clap. I feel like my memory is like that we clapped. And even then I was like, that's kind of like about you. Like, guys, your teacher is now going to be a missus. And we're like, cool. Can you stop yelling at me? Um, she would talk to my dad weird anyway so uh i'm in fourth grade and uh the reason it reminded me of that is because we, again we would all go to the bathroom to change and sometimes i guess we did it different ways different i don't know we'd stand in a line i don't know but she i went to go change and i dude i remember this day so well oh dude this is an awful day so this is kind of a, a this is kind of a boy becomes a man story in a way. I go to change for gym class, and uh, I had these athletic pants. They were Chicago Bulls, which I I at I had never seen a Chicago Bulls game, even a a, a moment of a game. But I had so my room. I had a, I had one of those little like fucking lockers that every kid had my age like those fucking like not every kid but a kid that you know you're middle class and your parents don't like emotionally they won't like give you stuff but they will buy you the things that you like point at every like one out of six times so <clears throat> i had bulls i had a bulls trash can i had a bulls everything because i saw space jam that space jam dude if space jam would have been about i, I mean isis I feel like every kid would be like, everybody get up. We're going to cut heads off. <laughs> Welcome to the ISIS. It's your jam. Cut this head off as ISIS. Oh, yeah. It's not a... Okay, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> um... Oh yeah, uh, so I have these. I have these Chicago Bulls pants. They were they were tearaway pants, dude. If you've if you have never had tearaway pants, get online right now and buy them. They have snap. I wonder they've probably made the snaps better now. But when I was a kid, it was basically you know it's we all have you know there's like athletic pants. It's like they're that material. And then snaps that are made out of, I don't know, the fucking, the back, like, parts of bullets, dude. These are, they're the heaviest buttons you've ever had because you'll rip them off. And if you have pants and you're a kid and you're, like, shorter, as you rip them off because it's like a whip, one of the bottom ones will come up and hit you somewhere. And you'll, it'll be like someone threw a rock at you. So I had these fucking, tear, but it's the best feeling ever. You tear away your pants. And if you're like me, they start to get, you know, sometimes you want to undo the bottom ones and ride your bike and it'll get caught in the chain and you'll be pretty far from your house and you'll just be in your underwear. <laughs> ah, dude, you ever been riding your bike and your pants just get torn off of you? Tore off? I don't know what happened. I don't know the grammatical definition but i will tell you that i fucking was not i was really scared you like i went home and like 
tattered pants. I'm like, oh, and I came home and the material was like whatever, what is whatever like gym pants are made out of. I don't know what that is. That like sleep. And I go, mom, can you sew this? She's like, you can't. I'm like, mom. <laughs> She's like, we have to throw them away. But I love these fucking tearaway pants. And uh, <laughs> so, okay. So I had these pants for gym. And uh, so you go to change for gym class. Fourth grade. I don't know how you are, how old you are in fourth grade. I don't know where I am in my life, but this is definitely a boy becomes a man. So I go to change my clothes. And I come back. And I'm in my gym clothes and everyone go, you know, we're all, we're all sitting in class. I guess we're, I guess, I don't know what, I guess we changed and then we all walk single file down the hallway to the gym. That's where it was. So we all get changed and then we're sitting in class and my teacher walks in. So imagine you have like, at this point, possibly the hottest teacher you've ever had, even though again, that's just from my perspective at that time, I was like, okay. So, and then she walks in and she has a pencil in her hand. And at the other end of that pencil is some, uh, uh, whitey tighties. Some might call them whitey tighties. I would call them my whitey tighties. Something that, I don't know, a fourth grader would have a dream about was currently happening to me in real time. She held up her underwear. (laughs) Dude, that would have been so fucked up if she was like, guys, I'm going to be a missus now. And she holds up her underwear. And we're like, what the, why are you showing us your underwear? They have poop on them. (laughs) They have a poop stain. Oh my God. So... By the way, side note, I just thought about this, so I have to say it. If guys wore thongs, like if it was that way, if like if it was more popular for girls to wear like boxers and boxer briefs like we do and stuff and whitey tighties and guys wore thongs, oh my God. Not only would they be covered in poo, but they would already make ones now that's like the new men's thong, all poop resistant. Like... <laughs> And if you've ever dated a girl, and if your guy girl dated a girl, what if you ever and they and you've ever like folded up or seen their undies? Like, you know, we all have the ones that have like some stains in there, you know, or whatever. We got some ones that aren't great. That's just how we are. But man, for real, they're thongs. There are there. I'm like, they still look great. How you do that? It goes in there. Anyway. Um so my teacher is currently holding my underwear in front of my class. And do you know that feeling you get when like you're in like someone's like says your name like I would if someone's like Bobby that feeling you get that like someone yells your name at you and you're a kid and you still like you have it like at some point you kind of you somehow you start to get over that a little bit and you know you kind of have to go through that thresher of like uh and so they'd be like Bobby and I'm like oh yes and you feel bad or like you they put your test down face down because your grade's so bad and you flip it over and you're like I flunked. 
You got a bet. You got an F. You got a bad grade. That feeling you get where your heart drops. Something bad happens. Someone's like, "Oh my God!" You know, like I, you might have an STD. Not at fourth grade, but when you grow up, like that feeling that you have uh, that when your heart drops. If you're an adult and mushroom takes in, whenever they, whenever you start to be like, "Oh, I forgot," this is how it feels. When that feeling takes place, that happened to me the hardest it could ever happen. My whole body got hot. I felt like my face was just like dripping down my own body. I was just like, oh, I wanted to disappear. I wanted to die because my teacher was holding my fucking underwear in front of the entire class. And I was in Catholic school. There was, I want to, I might be saying this wrong, but I think there was, I think there were 60 kids in my grade, it was 30 in one class, 30 in the other class. And then every year people would be like, the school sucks. So it got less and less. <laughs> and, uh, I remember she was holding it in front and I am such an honest person. And I was talking about my subconscious earlier, but I do think that my my brain was like, you set the fuck down. I swear, if you stand up, you cannot be underwear, boy. I don't care if you think you're going to die in hell because you lie and you're not being honest and being honest is good and that's what you're scared to not be honest. If you say this right now, I will fucking, I will go, I won't be here for you anymore. <laughs> I was like, don't say anything. And as I'm like wrestling with this feeling and I feel like I want to die, she's like, my t- and my teacher was like, dude, she fucking, well, she was, she was like, in a, she, I felt like I was a, uh, I don't know. I felt like I was in a interrogation room. Whose are these right now? If you don't say it, you're fucking out of here. Like I literally, I, I was so scared. I was like, oh, uh. and I remember all these kids start like, like quickly girls easily the people they're like because they don't like girls are like i want people to know i don't wear those we're in like four, they're like the girls like yeah not right not mine those are boys okay so now if we're playing guess who fucking okay half the room's out okay cool and people are now people are laughing and guys are like dude i wear boxers and i'm like what and people are starting oh, yeah right dude i wear boxers too high five kids are high kids are starting friend lifelong friendships and I have to shit and I can't because I don't go shit at this school since in the last fucking four years I've been here. Five. I, I don't know how you count kindergarten. I haven't shit at this school or whatever. Now she's holding my underwear up there. This is not a this is not a dream. You are not dreaming right now. This is not a whitey tidy nightmare. This is the real thing happening to you right now, buddy. And everyone's like fucking, yeah, right, dude, I wear boxers. Kids are like, like literally like everyone's like half, like if if they're not your underwear, they're giving you half days. You get to go home. They're inviting members of the other class to come in because I guess my, what had happened, Bobby, people are like, why your under, why is your under, what happened? I guess they they fell out of my fucking, those gym pants I was wearing because I wore them the day before. My mom said they were okay to wear again and didn't need to wash them. When I took them off, I had my underwear inside them still. And when I, so when I was walking down, I guess they fucking fell out somehow. And then while I was walking by, maybe I didn't see them. Maybe I wanted to not, what, I don't know if I noticed. My underwear were on the ground and my teacher noticed. She should have thrown them away. Let the, let, let the kid go commando.
every kid was just so at this point it's like so obvious it's mine everyone's like not mine not mine guess who i mean people are just fucking the if the if the guess who game is just fucking it's just bobby sitting up and like with the underwear and i'm like whoop and because my grandfather worked at this school he was the deacon and I've been watching Righteous gems, Gemstones, and they have the funniest thing they say over and over. And I think, I my guess is that they mean to do it. They go, you have a meeting with the deacons? <laughs> I don't know why the meeting with the deacons is so fucking funny to me, dude. You have a meeting with the deacons? Um. <laughs> and uh, my grandpa worked there. My other grandfather worked there. He was a maintenance man. My father worked there part-time. He was a maintenance man. So I guess they were like, let's, you know, let's try to, I guess, nepotism on high, dude. Cranked up to the max. She starts going like, okay, if someone doesn't tell me, I'm going to throw them away. And then I'm like, I literally remember being like, my mom's going to be mad if I don't come, if I let them throw my underwear away. Little did I know my parents are like, they kind of want, like, your parents kind of want you to be cool. Like, my mom bought me proactive. I didn't ask for it. I just came home one day, and she was like, whoa, wouldn't this be fun to put on your face every day? And I was like, yeah, right. She was like, you got to put it on there. Our girls are not going to want to. I don't want you to have sex, but I don't. I want you to be a person. <laughs> I'm like, can I just have pimples? I fucking hate that my face dries out. Can you just buy me Accutane, and I'll just go through moods? <laughs> oh, man. Being a kid's the worst. And so my parents were like, dude, you shouldn't have said anything. And I didn't. That's the end of this. That's how a boy became a man. I, I learned early on, even though I'm overly honest sometimes, is that sometimes, maybe it's not, it's, sometimes it's good to just let some things be. But my teacher couldn't. My newly engaged teacher was so excited to be engaged. She was like, you know what? Someone's probably going to need these underwear. So she goes, okay, if no one's going to say this or do this, I'm going to like throw them away. And then she like was like, ugh. And then I don't remember, she like left. And I, I don't know what, I, they had to know. They had to know. In hindsight, I'm just realizing they had to know. And I, because they knew and they were like, I think these are Bobby's underwear. So my teacher went to like the fucking, my oh oh yeah yeah my babysitter after school was one of the cafeteria ladies. I probably laundered money through this school. <laughs> I'm like really connected to this Catholic school. It's called St. Paul. It's in Fenton, Missouri. <sighs> and uh So she like goes to the cafeteria lady and the they're what they this is what they work out. If they think it's mine, they're not like, hey. Yeah, they had to know. Oh, dude, I am so sorry I'm telling this story all over the place, but I'm just being as honest as I can. I I whoa! Memory! Where was this in my brain, dude? My fucking phone can't pull shit down from the iCloud and they say it's the best technology, but my brain just pulled something for fucking fourth grade. Over two decades, over two decks ago. 
Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I love being Bobby Jane Comp. I love being me, but I think it's also I drink all this coffee out of this discombobulated mug that you can buy online. Um, so, bro. This is just crazy. I went back and told her. Like, we were, like, doing homework. She's like, someone can just – you can just come back and tell me at some point. That's what she said. And so I went back to the desk, and I was like, hey, um, what's the answer on those are my underwear right there? And she was like, okay. And, yeah, and then she went – I don't know what – and then, yes, yeah, she found a manila envelope and had, like, the one of the cafeteria ladies – this lady who she was very sweet. I do love this lady. She was always like the nicest to me and very funny. And, uh, side note part. She was a part-time clown. Everyone works side jobs. Um, it's not a joke. Um, she, uh, there was someone brought like in a manila envelope and she's like, um, Robert J Cox, uh, I have, this is for your dad. And I was like, okay, thank you. And she gives it to me. They could, they reused an envelope and I'm like, this says like Ethan, like this says Ethan Jones. And she goes, Oh, <laughs> Bobby, that is yours. And I go, No, it's not my, it's not my dad's name. It's, this isn't my name. And they're like, Bobby, it's yours. And it's like, and it's like a huge underwear bulge at the bottom. It looks like we're laundering money. It's like cash. <laughs> Everyone in the class knew it was like fucking underwear. Yo, you know what? The boy didn't become a man that day. You know what would have made me a man is if I stood up and I go, those are my underwear. And they got a little bit of shit in the bottom of them. And you know what? I care, but I'm owning it. And you guys wear boxer briefs. You don't have shit stains because if you fucking get a little bit of poop, it falls down to your fucking leg. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little boy. I'm, four, I'm in fourth grade, dude. You kids are trying to grow up too fast. We're in box. Like I could have been in front of the class giving a fucking TED talk. You kids are too. You're trying to grow up too fast. We're in boxer briefs, worrying like who's cool, who's not cool. I look at a girl I have a I have a crush on. She started dating a dude who I fucking hate. And when you're in fourth grade, what that means is that you you sit by each other while you color. I could have looked at her and be like, yeah, you know what. He does wear boxers. I bet that guy does wear boxers. But you know what? I wear boxer briefs because I'm me. Can't be anything else but me. And these are my underwear. And I'm going to take them. And I'm going to take them home. And my mommy's going to wash them. Because that's what she does. And you kids are going to go home in your boxers. And you're going to have poop in your shoe. And all the kids would kind of like be like, damn, dude. Bobby, fuck you. <laughs> they start beating the shit out of me. My fucking teacher's like fucking new fiance comes in and drop kicks me out the window. Back in the time when we weren't allowed to drink water and they're like, why aren't these kids like listening to us? We're just dehydrated. That's it. Take us to lunch where we eat overly salted food. Mac and cheese and chocolate milk. Wow. This is exactly what I wanted because you told me I was having it today. That's great. I love I love this Catholic school. If your underwear falls on the ground, there's no tact from any of these people. And 
And if there's a moral to the story, it's just own your underwear. Whatever kind of underwear you wear, that's what you wear. I like boxer briefs now, just being honest. And I'm still searching. I'll just, you know, I think you're always searching for the right underwear, aren't you? You know, when you're a kid, they tell you it's tidy whities and you learn very quickly these are the worst underwear they've that anyone's ever made. I remember seeing my uncle Don, you know, God rest his soul. He's still here, but when you see your uncle in just in their underwear, a part of a part of both of your souls die. And I remember seeing him in whitey tidies, and I love that man. And looking back and just like looking back, I'm like, why I've like, you know, I've worn, I've tried them on. I have some, we, I did a music video where I wore them. And so I, their dad tried to put them on and God damn it. Does it feel like someone's just like got you against the wall, choking your neck, not hard, but hard enough. And every time you try to escape, it pinches you. <laughs> so, uh. You know, it's not those, but then, you know, and then I did try boxers and you know what? I fucking hate what I don't even understand. Like when people are like, I like my dick to be free. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I like a little bit of like a confined space for my dick. I think that my dick has, uh, I don't think my dick needs to be just like Roman free. I don't think my dick just needs to be swinging from each side of my leg being like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Like, I don't think my dick needs to be like a pendulum all day. I think my dick does need to be like in a straight jacket and be like, you're going to sit right there. And then, you know, I, when I take a shower, you know, it gets a little bit of free time in the yard. So that's good. You know, but then, and then sometimes, you know, every once in a while I get to I'll have a little bit of like, you know, I'll have some, uh, I'll have a little bit of sex, you know, get a little conjugal visit in, but, uh, but then it's all right, let's get that. you got to go back. But it's not so bad. It's not, you know, I'm not putting them back in whitey tighties. I'm not putting them in a padded cell in a straight jacket. You know? And hey, you know, I, you know, and with maybe with, you know, if my dick with good behavior, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe eventually I will, I'll, I will let it free hang, but I'll tell you this. I, I'll, 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 this is a very honest thing. When I, uh, would wear boxers, I stopped wearing it. Cause I started to be like, oh, I think my, my balls need to be held. Cause my, if, uh, my balls are getting longer than my dick. And the thing is, is that my dick was just so small. It's not that my balls were like. But my balls were and do hang low. <laughs> uh, you remember those, like, you ever play that game where it's like you have like a little, uh, you're, it's at like a carnival and it's like a, you have like a little like turret, like water gun and you squirt it and then like your horse races across, you know, you know that one, if that was the race and it was like against my dick and my both my balls, like three each one, like one of my balls were separate and that one, it would be one of my balls is clearly ahead of everyone. And then the other ball is, you know, just right behind that one. And then it's like, it's the person with the turret that's just like, I really can't hit it. I don't know why I can't get it on that fucking hit the bullseye to make the thing go. If anything, it's like my horse is going backwards. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Ah, this has been fun. What time is it? It's almost time for me to go to work in my brand new car. 
spending a year without a car. I'll probably talk more about that in the next episode. Couldn't be more boring to talk about, but I've had a year without a car and it made me grow as a person. And now I have one of the worst cars they could sell. Uh, it stinks in there. It, you know, it, here's the thing. It doesn't stink. It's not a stink, but you know, when you go to someone else's house, like, I, like I'm like, you don't need to go to your cousin's house. You're just like, it's not my smell. That's what and it's, you know, the car has been, it's a 2015. Um, but anyway, so, but I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, okay. And then, uh, upcoming shows, we're just going to talk about flyover, uh, flyover comedy festival is happening. Uh, this episode is coming out on Monday and it's going to be November 9th, November 10th and November 11th. And I would highly Highly, 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 highly recommend you get tickets. Shows will already have probably most of them sold out. I don't know all of my shows, but I am going to look. I know the show two that I'm on for sure, and then I'm going to give you guys a fucking a good suggestion. Um, I just want to look because I want to make sure I got the times right. Is that okay with you? Uh, November 9th, I will the stand up showcase with Luke Knoll, dude. Luke Knoll fucking hilarious gonna be a great show that's at 10 p.m at the improv shop what a fucking great place i can't wait that is november 9th at 10 p.m you can see me there i will be hosting that show so it's gonna be me luke knoll and other comedians don't have the list so i'm that's okay and then i'll probably be on a show my guess would be some probably maybe november 10th uh but the other one that i am so excited about fucking so excited about i would i would this was this show was the one, not the only one, but like if I could pick one show I wanted to be on, it was this one. And I'm so glad I got my wish. I'm opening for, I'm hosting for Janelle James at 9 p.m. at the fucking Sheldon, dude. The Sheldon. If you're from St. Louis, it's the fucking Sheldon. Let's go. The Sheldon Music Hall. Let's go. Janelle James is so fun. She's uh, on Abbott Elementary, uh, and she's fucking hilarious. She came to fly over a couple years ago, and I met her, and uh, she was could not have been nicer, was fucking hilarious on stage, and again, my favorite, whenever you hang out with someone, and they're just a fucking fun, cool time. So, yeah, come out, see her, uh, and uh, let me look at this. I want to see what – I want to look at something real quick because there are other shows, and I would suggest any show – that you go to at Flyover, any one of the shows, you're going to have a great time. For real. So many... Oh, I'm looking at the lineup. All these shows are great. But I do want to look up one specific one. I really want to look this up. Um, when is their show? I'm not even on this show, but I promote it because I love them on November 10th unless I have a show at the same time then come to mine and fuck these guys no just kidding um I really would love if you came to see them if anyone uh needs a suggestion November 10th improv it's improv it's not even stand up and I know some people are like I've never seen improv is it like whose line is in any way it is not if you liked whose line is in any way even remotely if you loved whose line is in any way you're going to fucking absolutely shit Come out of your butt uh, because it's so fucking good. You're going to be like, it's going to be, you're like, what? It's so fucking amazing. It's uh, Mrs. Somebody, 10 p.m. at the Improv Shop. Um, Andy Slowey, Kevin McKernan, uh, two of probably the fucking most important people 
in the improv community as far as St. Louis and even farther. Uh, they have a two-person improv team. And if you want to watch a fucking, what is a clinic on improv? If you want to watch what a perfect show can look like, and I know I'm like hyping it up, and I've just never seen them miss. They're so fucking good. How they play with each other, it, it it's truly amazing. It's real. It's absolutely an, uh, incredible. It really, 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 really is. So, um, if you can, if you've never seen long form improv before, you should go see that. Basically, uh, I'll kind of explain. If you've never seen long form improv, is like, um, and you know, if you've seen stand up, you know how like if someone's like. What do you talk about? You're like, dude, it's fucking 45 minutes. What do you mean? What do I talk about? <laughs> it's a lot of things. And, but you keep your attention the whole time. They make their own whole world. And a lot of times all of the stories all link together. It's like one whole thing. They make it up on the spot and it's like a story and they jump in out of characters, people who have to be other people. It's two of them. And it is incredible. And so many people think like comics, comedians are like, Dude, I don't think improv is that cool because they just they can't do it. But I was like, dude, you gotta go see Mrs. Somebody because it will like it. I, it's one of the only things I watch that like because like something you know like when I love feeling like an audience member where you're like I'm just enjoying this. But they take it a level farther where I'm enjoying it. But I'm also like I feel like you're kind. I'm kind of watching like magic where you're like, how the fuck did they do that? Like I'm like, what the fuck, dude? How is it this good? Like I've been at their shows. And it's that laugh you do where you're like, am I ruining everyone else's time from laughing so hard? So uh, I'm with Janelle Janes at 10 at the Sheldon, the 9th, November 9th at uh, the Improv Shop with Luke Knoll, and then November 10th. Unless I have a show, then come and see mine. Um, I will be, uh, I would highly recommend you go see Mrs. Somebody. They are, they're incredible. They really, really are. And every time I see them, they make me wish I did uh, more improv. But uh, the thing, here's the thing. When you see someone who does good improv, you really have to give it to them. Because, I mean, it really, it's, it is a true passion. Because sometimes, like, you, I always want to do more improv. But it's like, to be on a team and it's practicing and it's like, it doesn't pay. You put money, it's, money only goes into it. And so that's why when you see someone who's amazing at it, you know that they're like, oh, they really care about this craft. Because stand-up, even though it pays sometimes almost nothing, it's still you can sometimes break even. But with improv, and it's just the world of it. it sometimes it's like, like fucking, it can be expensive to, you know, set up a, any of that shit. So I'm always very, very impressed when I see great improv and I fucking love when stand-ups like to make fun of it because I'm like, you couldn't do it. You, it's, you think you can make up fun of it, but you... It's just, you couldn't do it. But anyway, that is the end of it. That's all. Um, uh, that's the whole fucking podcast this week. We are at, oh, dude, it's fucking over 50 minutes. It's good for you. And I have to piss and shit everywhere. Oh, I'm getting messages. Hold on. What was that? Getting some, uh, ooh, okay. Uh, and I got to get going to work. So you're awesome. Uh, thanks for listening. Go buy some merch online. Uh, hit me up. I love you. Good night. Bye.